you know, if you think about the way that people work, oftentimes, like if you and I were to pick tools, we might pick Google Docs to write some of our stuff and we might pick PowerPoint to do our presentations. Like we might combine a couple different things, whereas you're starting to see a lot more suites of tools. Like Google Suite was one of the first ones to do this. And then Microsoft 0365 started offering this thing where one is a document processor, then you have a separate spreadsheet. Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-collaborator, co-conspirator, Mike Alcazarin. Jeff, why is my to-do list never empty? It's so annoying. I think you're like me. There's just too many irons in the fire, too many things going on. Uh, you just, you know, careers are long. There's always something to do. Plus, I bet you'd be bored if you had an empty to-do yeah, list. You're so, you're so right. Um, I would just make up. I always just make up new stuff on yeah, the to-do list. So. I, whenever I don't have anything to do, I'm like, you know, today's a good day to, do, to pick up this random hobby. Uh, today's show, we're talking about Notion, a project management note-taking tool. Yeah, so Notion was really hard for me to describe because I had not used Notion before, and I was getting onboarded to it, um, and it was really hard to come up with a really pithy way to describe it because it really does feel like everything. They call it a workspace tool, which I think is a really good description of it because it does really handle everything or it should handle everything that's in your workflow. But to quote their YouTube introduction on what Notion is, is Notion is a single space to organize everything that matters. It's one space to capture your thoughts, manage projects, or even run an entire company. You can also connect multiple teams and people to this tool, quickly alter the type of space that you're in, like a calendar versus a list. I thought that was a super powerful, like introductory introductory statement that I, that I listened to. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, like I, I have to use this. But as I mentioned, I've never used this tool. Jeff, have you? I have used some of their tools. So I've used some of their like doc creating tools. Or I've been invited to Notion docs. And yeah, they, they just remind me of like, open-ended ways to create documents or do documentation and share that with people. And they do a bunch of other stuff too. And I think it largely reminds me of Coda. Um, We use Coda at work and I think they're pretty similar in that it's just kind of like templated and you can add more stuff to the Coda and have it do a bunch of like really unique and interesting things. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like at at first glance, you know, just because I have not used this before, Notion feels like a really clean wiki tool, but it also Mm. has everything built in. With all those templatized things. So like, I, one, so one thing to get onboarded to this episode to help me explain to you, our listeners, of what Notion is as a product is I watched a bunch of their training videos. Honestly, really, really good. So highly recommend for folks if you are interested in getting into Notion. But it showed a really cool example of a roadmap that was built in directly into Notion where you, they created a page from scratch and then converted that into a database and then you turn that database into different prioritization for like, hey, we're going to build this feature now. It's ultimate priority today. Kicked it off to the engineering teams and, you know, connected people that way. So they had that whole workflow built in as well. But some of the templates that Notion had built in were really segmented towards different audiences. So they had, you know, different ones for designers, for students, for engineers, human resources, marketing, personal to-do lists and stuff like that, and then product management. And for us, like Jeff and I are both product managers. I think the PM one was super interesting. Mm-hmm. So they had a roadmap template, which I kind of described already. They had a user research database. So if you're, you know, interviewing multiple people and just doing research to say, hey, like, what does Jill think about this feature? What does Sally think about this feature? They had documentation. So they talked about, you know, some of the like key documentations that you might see as a product person, like talking about like requirements documents of like, hey, like this requirement, we need to have X, Y, and Z, and it needs to do blah, blah, blah. They also had like meeting notes. It's, it's funny because like, I, I do all these things at work <laughs> just manually for myself. Yeah. 
Because I had I had a product wiki, which just felt super meta for, for Notion to have a wiki. It felt like a wiki within a wiki. It's like yo dog exhibit. <laughs> Would you like wiki? So we put a we put a wiki inside your wiki. Exactly. And then they had a company goals template, which was interesting. But it's super clean to get started in Notion. So I mean, talking through the customer experience is you go to notion.so, a little weird on the .so, I don't know what that is, but whatever, and you just start typing. So you once you start typing, you can, you know, organize the page and create subpages from that, and then you can build a template into that. And so it's a really simple way to just, like, get started. And, you know, later on, I'll start talking about one of their customer use cases and, and journeys of like why that's important of like when you're just getting work out of the way getting the tools out of the way and just having it be simple and being able to use it and get started right away so that seems super interesting to me to notion and it's one of these products where i haven't used you know yet but it's one of the ones that i want to start using for my personal stuff so talking about like the business model for where notion it is software as a service so they have a desktop app for Windows. I don't know if they have one for PC or sorry for for Mac, but you know you primarily interface with them on on a browser. So they have four different pricing tiers. So the first one is personal, and that's free. It's fairly limited from what I can tell. They have a whole pricing sheet to go through the different features. I'm not super familiar with them, so I'm not going to regurgitate them to, to, to you folks. But the second tier would be Personal Pro. So it's you know targeted towards the power users. You get additional features. You get a little bit more beef. You get some more sharing. And that's $4 per month. Um, then the third tier is Teams. So $8 per user per month. And this is like for small companies, you know, I think up to 100 people. They actually didn't have an up to, but I'm, I'm assuming it's that type of size because the fourth is enterprise. And this is, you know, the catch-all bucket where you have to contact sales for <laughs> for an actual price. But as with any enterprise functionality, it includes advanced security features like single sign-on as well as administrative rights to just kind of, you know, have that access across your entire team, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, that's Notion in a nutshell. It's just like that one, you know, workspace tool that you can start typing and documenting your thoughts into and then organize it very cleanly and very simply. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, it feels like there's a couple more companies that are building towards this kind of model where it's a tool that's flexible for a lot of people. And there's not just one way totally. to build docs or it allows you to kind of like craft the, the things that you need for when you need them. It's almost like like a la like Airtable, like Airtable yeah. is like another episode that, that we that we covered. Yeah, where it's like very similar, like North Star. You yeah, know, for, to get the get the tool out of the Widgetizing way. Widgetizing smaller things. Yeah, I think Airtable leans more towards like the spreadsheet version of it of things, and then Notion and let's say Coda lead more towards like the doc version of these. Not that there isn't some spreadsheet functionality, but that's where Airtable shines. Is that it's like mostly around building um, relational tables and things like that, um, and forms and etc. So let's talk about the history of the product. There's not that much. They you know, have been building for quite some time and, and been pretty lean. I think this year they're really pushing towards like a large user adoption. Um, so they were founded in 2013 by Ivan Zhao, uh, Chris Prucha, Jessica Lamb, Simon Last, and Tommy Shockman, Toby Shockman. In 2018, which is five years later, they released Notion 2.0, and that was actually product of the month on Product Hunt. So the company still had fewer than 10 employees at the time. So they spent five That's years- really cool building kind of behind the scenes. And I would say really 2018 was the true more like public launch of, of Notion and where I started to see a lot more people using Notion on a more regular basis. Um, well, that's super ambitious, man. Like yeah. 2000, like, I mean, if, I mean, their, their mission is pretty ambitious to just be this like tool that 
does everything, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's right. where it's like even hard for us to describe where it just, you know, you just can get started in writing yeah. docs and doing all these different things. So it, it's also, it's not surprising that it took five years, but that's painful to, to wait for five years, I'm sure. And I think, if you, you know, if you think about the way that people work, oftentimes, like if you and I were to pick tools, we might pick Google docs to write some of our stuff and we might pick PowerPoint to do our presentations. Like we might combine a couple different things, whereas you're starting to see a lot more suites of tools like Google Suite was one of the first ones to do this. And then Microsoft 0365 started offering this thing where one is a document processor. Then you have a separate spreadsheet. Then you have a, a slideshow creation thing, uh, maybe a video editor separately. And so you're starting to see some newer players in this space kind of offer all those things in one or at least like, you know, allow you to freely float through. There's just They just have a concept of a doc and it's just one hmm. concept instead of a doc and a spreadsheet. And you can create spreadsheets and add them directly into docs and do stuff like that. So it's just kind of slightly different um, in how they think about, you know, people creating documentation and, and things like that. Um, On a total side note, it feels like Slack would be a great acquirer for Notion. And Slack was acquired by Salesforce, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if Salesforce acquires Notion. Because I'm just thinking of, like, imagine if you could start. Because, like, where, where everything starts is communication. You know, like mm-hmm. you're not really starting things necessarily in a doc. It's it's very intentional when you start from a doc. But imagine if you had all of Notion's workflows built into Slack. And I'm sure they have like a, you know, a Slack bot that they can connect and all those like tools. But just like talking out loud here, it seems like strategically that that could be an interesting place because it feels like Teams from Microsoft is kind of like the what Microsoft's answer is to Notion of like, hey, like you're mm-hmm. communicating and like we have, you know, ways to connect you to all of our core features of like, you know, Microsoft Access, which is for databases or Excel for, you know, spreadsheeting or like so on and so forth. So just trying to read the tea leaves here. That's like putting my... Uh, it like isn't it isn't. Like Teams is like almost a, I'll call it like a toolbar for, to launch individual apps that are specialized for mm-hmm. certain things. Whereas like Notion doesn't have that concept. It's like Notion just does it all. And they maybe have like different templates for things, but they don't necessarily silo their specific apps for different use cases. So I think that's where there's like a slight difference. Like, yeah, like I would agree with you that the whole concept of Teams is maybe like a better comparison to Notion than like individually like Excel versus Notion's like spreadsheet feature. But yeah, just just kind of another thought. So remember, we, you know, they launched 2.0 in 2018, product of the month. Uh, In 2019, they had 1 million users already and were already valued at $2 billion, which is a pretty strong valuation for one year after launching on something like Product Hunt. In 2022, they acquired Cron or Crone, a calendar software company, and I've also noticed that they've done a pretty strong marketing push this year. Uh, so there have been like bus bus stop ads, you know, subway ads, etc. for Notion in some various cities. Um, you know, big, is that how you know you've made ads. it in, in Silicon Valley? <laughs> is that there's like yeah, a bunch of billboards and stuff <laughs> like that? I don't know, but yeah, I, I think that they're definitely at the stage where they're pushing for more adoption um, and trying to get more people. And from what I had heard, folks that were using Notion, there's this sort of like grassroots movement where people are like, "This is this is it. Like this is kind of like the next thing," and people really loved it. Maybe I'm biased because I, I live in Silicon Valley and people have an appetite to adopt things a little bit sooner than other folks in the country. But yeah, overall, it just felt like they were they they've got had this like groundswell of adoption over time, and now they're pushing more for larger enterprise adoption by making these like marketing pushes and stuff like that. So yeah, just a thought. They are definitely moving in the right direction. They've spent a lot of time building core product and now they're sort of like sprinting towards adoption versus they, they feel really comfortable with the product that they have at hand. 
Yeah, it's it's really interesting because we didn't plan this because it's a perfect segue for like who Notion is for. So Notion had some of the best customer success stories on notion.so slash customers. Like their customer stories page was like incredible. And it's like, you know, exploring real workflows that save companies time, eliminated old tools and just brought these companies peace of mind. So some of the key companies that they had listed is, you know, Pixar, like the animation company, Typeform, Headspace, which is another company that we did a uh, product explained podcast on, Match Group, <clears throat> the uh, the dating app mega conglomerate mm-hmm. that's running all the <laughs> behind all the dating apps behind the scenes, Loom and Figma, both of which, which we have Project Explains. It feels like a Project Explains episode list. But lastly, those like Cap Gemini, so a consulting firm, which I thought was really interesting. I feel like typically you'd see those older, more established consulting firms using older, more enterprise type tools like your microsoft's and like even like salesforce like quip and stuff like that Mm. but um it's one of the best landing pages that i've ever seen this page that i'm on right now looking at you can sort by company size so if i'm like a personal company if it's just me if i'm small i'm medium i'm enterprise i can really look through and find a story and find a workflow it's like kind of like adjusting use cases to say hey like why would i care as a customer and it's like oh i'm a small company Um, I wanted to understand like what it, you know, how to make my onboarding email and Mm -hmm. for my, for new employees and stuff like that. But the one that I really want to talk through that really caught my eye was a just me story or personal story on the Adobe chief product officer, Scott Belsky, which I was surprised that they, they got someone as kind of with that much cachet for, you know, he's running an entire product or Adobe to get a full like i don't know how many pages this four or five page landing page to basically sell the software for people but i'm going to read this direct quote because i thought it was super powerful but this is from scott this chief product officer so on his use of notion so he says setting product strategy for such an iconic company in the creative software space is understandably a big job to make a clear vision scott tracks yearly product themes for adobe's entire creative cloud platform in notion in one board he can view these concepts by year by product or by the people responsible for each one with notes bundled in each card Seeing all of this data together from this vantage point allows Scott to focus on what's most impactful and balance the needs of company stakeholders as he jumps from meeting to meeting. He can then look at this board anytime to see the Creative Cloud product roadmap for the next two years and make sure that the organization is pointed in the right direction. And my favorite quote from this whole thing, because there's two or three different more sections that kind of land different use cases that Scott was using, but Scott says, Notion lets me move around at the speed of thought as opposed to having to rewrite everything, which I thought was super helpful. Mm-hmm. Like you're not thinking about like, hey, like how do I translate this from blah to yeah. blah? You're just in the, the workspace typing, moving along. And that's like, that really got me because that's like how I would like like to think. And mm-hmm. I don't want, I want to get the tool out of the way from the from the job that actually has right. to be done. Yeah. So I, I just, I just think it's really impressive. Like, n- like kudos to the product marketing team from Notion. I'm assuming they put this together, but it's just a ton of time to curate stories and help new customers understand why they should use your software and why they should care. It really answers the so what. So in terms of like to answer the initial question that or the usual question that we ask on this podcast of who is Notion for, I think it really depends. It's 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 such a flexible tool that yeah. it can adapt to multiple different customers. So I, I'm excited to try this out and, and start to, you know, 
map out some workflows on my own. Yeah. And like I mentioned before, like we, we are a Coda company and I've used more Coda than I have Notion. There's definitely a slight learning curve when it comes to like not having like very straightforward templates where there's like one way to do things. There's good and bad always, right? And the good here is that like if you can learn the tool and be a master of the tool, you can make it bend to do whatever you want. Um, but if you don't, then you have to spend time kind of figuring out the language of the tool. So I would expect that Notion is probably very similar. But it's really interesting to see that people of someone like Scott Belsky's caliber uh, using a tool like Notion to really rethink how they work. A couple other things I want to mention. So on that customers page, if you kind of look through, you notice that there's these little like avatars of people. So um, I've got an old coworker that works there now. And then what I found out is that after you work at Notion for, I think it's like 90 days or something, you get a caricature made of you, which is cool. <laughs> so if you look That's at, awesome. uh, you know, people on LinkedIn uh, from Notion, you actually notice that all of them have this like black and white caricature, which is uh, pretty awesome. One other thing that I'll call out is uh, Notion claims that Figma is um, one of their customers, and they probably are, but they, it's like one of the case studies. And if you go to Coda's page, Figma is also listed as theirs. So I wonder oh, no if way. Figma has like, is either <laughs> using both or is is only using one of them, or I don't know if they have an open tool policy and use whatever they want. But I just thought it was kind of interesting to kind of call out. That's awesome. Um, cool. So let's jump into competitors because I'm already kind of talking about them. But Coda is one that comes to mind. I think they're probably one of the, like, the main uh, competitors of Notion and very similar in terms of what they're doing. Um, I would say that Notion's probably a bit more popular. I, I think a lot of people are using uh, Notion as of as of late. It's funny. I feel like a boomer because I've heard of neither of them before yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some, you know, it really depends on the your own company and the reason why. I, I also think, yeah, the company I work for is like super like we're, we we just build our own tools. Yeah, internal so tools. We, we very rarely use like external tools. Yeah, so and that happens too. Um, or you end up like a, a Microsoft 0365 company where they already had Microsoft, so they just converted everyone over to continue exactly. to use Microsoft. There's ClickUp, which is also kind of like this, you know, all-in-one sort of tool. Um, other note-taking tools like Evernote, other project management tools like Asana and Monday.com. Uh, so the, yeah, there's a ton of tools in this space. So there's like productivity slash, uh, I guess, like document creation space that um, it's interesting to call out. But yeah, those are kind of the main ones that um, that came to mind for me. Yeah, totally. Well, we can talk about our thoughts. I can go first since I'm like much newer to this and I'm sure you have a lot more to add <laughs> to me. So I think overall, I'm going to call Notion a 4.1. I think why it gets such a high score for me for not having ever used it is because it was so crisp and so clear on the use cases, on the documentation on how to get started. And it didn't feel overwhelming. Like it was super easy. Like you open up a page as soon as you log in, it was one click login to, you know, use your, my Google account to <clears throat> port over and say, Hey, th this is me. I'm signing up. And you immediately see a checklist of, you know, four things to do. And then six or seven different videos of that are embedded that says, Hey, like, this is what this is. This is how to add a template. This is how to adjust things. So I, I didn't feel overwhelmed. I felt guided throughout the whole thing. And Honestly, I can see how this is like a super important thing. Like one of the, I, so I am very old school, I guess, and I love to use Google Docs, but it's really hard to embed spreadsheets into Google Docs and like kind of like communicate and like have everything and have yeah. everything all work together. At work, we use Quip. So we're able to use Quip documents with Quip sheets and I'm actually able to embed things and have cross collaboration, which I really like, but we also have a whole set of tools with like at work. Like we use Confluence, we use Wiki, we have our own custom Wiki that we use, and Jira tickets, and 
I could see the benefit of having everything all in the same space and having everyone all on board to the like one ring to rule them all, one tool to <laughs> rule them all. Just because I think you get that critical mass of people saying where where it is things, you can just find things easier. And I really appreciate that. So I think, you know, the bar for here for our bar for us for using the products here, product explained is four stars or above. So I definitely want to use it. And then I think where it gets that extra tenth of a point is um just documentation, customer stories, like you know, kudos to Notion, you guys crushed it. Yeah, I'm going to give this like a 4.0. I think Notion is like a very popular product and everything that I read online, people are like raving about it. The only reason I don't give it slightly higher is because it's a little bit hard for me to say that I would use Notion over Coda or Coda over Notion. I'm just using Coda right now out of convenience because it's mm. what our company uses and obviously like a good tool um, in kind of an enterprise ecosystem is one that everyone, you know, adheres to and uses. I think you remember the days back at Autodesk where we were using like multiple tools for the same reason. And that's worse than using one inferior tool. Um, yep. So in, in my case, like I, I don't have a strong preference for one or the other. Um, I'd love to learn more about using Notion. Just haven't had the opportunity outside of work to use it. So I'm going to leave it at, at a 4, uh, 4.0, flat 4.0. But yeah, overall, I think the concept of um, combining tools into one, having this sort of like one tool to rule them all is like, one that is definitely going to have more players in the space. We know we talked about Coda. We talked about Airtable doing this. Asana has been doing some of this. ClickUp, I know, is doing this. Uh, and so more and more people are, are definitely entering the space. And I, I'm pretty sure, or at least it feels like anecdotally, that Notion is one of the ones that has one of the stronger, um, I guess, like user backings from all you know, compared to some of the other ones. So yeah, I'm going to give it a 4.0. Totally. And it, it gets me thinking too of like, this future world, like if a bunch of Notion like companies and competitors come through, like there's a nice like equalizer where they have to have a simple UI yeah. because you're, you're going to have people trading like from different companies, like employees. And so if you have to onboard from Coda to Notion and it's impossible, it's like it's going to be really hard to do that. So I think that's it's going to be competition will be good in a space like this where it, you could For very sure. easily have this, you know, have this runaway train of like, oh, my God, there's so much to onboard onto this tool yeah. as a lot of tools are. It's not like learning CAD, but that's a whole different ballpark that Jeff <laughs> and I are very familiar with. But cool. Those are our thoughts on Notion. Maybe we can get product explained on a bus and you know, we'll say we made it in Silicon Valley. <laughs> um, but please reach out to us. We love hearing from you. Thank you for all the emails. Thank you for all the Instagram and Twitter shout outs. We really appreciate it. It means the world to us. But you can find us at ProdX Podcast. That's P-R-O-D. EX podcast. Yeah. And if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple and Google podcasts, good pods, etc. And let us know what products we should review next. See you next episode.